Welcome back to the Hot to Bets Daily Pick Show for Monday, November 15th. Got some more college basketball action for today. Yesterday, Sunday's picks didn't start out great. Florida State blew the <laughs> blew the game against Florida. Florida went on like a 13-0 run and just absolutely, you know, Florida State didn't come back after that. So we lose that one at the moment. The Vanderbilt um, Texas State game is currently going on. So too close to call on that one. So 0-1 to start the day. Hopefully Vanderbilt gets us to at least one and one, but we're back with some more picks for Monday, so let's just get right into it. First game I want to take a look at on Monday's card, Missouri-Kansas City taking on Missouri. And for this Kansas City team, you know, coming to this game, 263 in Kemp Palm, 236 in the hot to bet rankings, Missouri 100 in Kim Palm, 92 in the hot to bet rankings. So um, I'm higher on both of these teams than the Kim Palm rankings have them. But, you know, for Kansas City, they didn't look great in their first two games of the season. Losses to Minnesota and Iowa, and, and neither of those games were particularly close. Um, they didn't play particularly great basketball. Um, Giselle's Alkin um, led the team in scoring for Kansas City with 12.5 points um, through those two games. Um, and, and, you know, uh, Marvin Nesbitt Jr. did a decent job rebounding the ball, 7.5 rebounds per game. But that's really the area that that I think Kansas City has struggled with the most, just looking at those two games. Um, they got out-rebounded in both of them. Um, and overall, you know, that's just an area that they're going to need to improve if they want to be competitive, especially with the team um, like Missouri, you know, Missouri's nothing special. Um, you know, it's it, they're still near the bottom of the SEC at best. Um, but, you know, that 10-point victory over Central Michigan was not a bad win at all to open the season. You know, the MAC has been very tough for many opponents um, through the first few weeks of the season, or the first week of the season, rather. Um, so, so escape with that one. And overall, Missouri has done a really good job rebounding the ball. 43.2% offensive rebounding um, against Central Michigan. And if they can keep that up against here, against Kansas City, you know, that should definitely help propel them to a win um looking back over at kansas city you know um they added a couple guys in the offseason anderson cope transfers in from lamar um he's averaging 6.5 points so far this season um evan gillard transfers in from new mexico state nine points for him this season and you know gillard is a guy who kansas city really was you know happy to add to their team um he's a great player from the perimeter um and it'll definitely help but this team is pretty middle of the road shooting um 43.7 for effective field goal percentage for them so it's not horrible but it's nothing you know super super special at the moment you know we're only two games into the season for them so you know it, it, there's not a whole lot of data to work with but um offensively they have been a little bit of a struggle kim palm has them 286 and adjusted offensive efficiency um defense is a little bit better at 207 and adjusted offensive efficiency but against this missouri team i think that defense could definitely have some struggles you know javon pickett um opening night against central michigan absolutely lit up the glass 18 points in that game jaron coleman from a transfer from um, ball state Helped him out a lot, 14 points. And Amari Davis from Green Bay helped too with another 14 points. So um, really seeing their transfers, you know, play well so early on is great for this Missouri team because this is a Missouri team that let's be honest it's a it's a fresh team if you remember missouri from last year <laughs> scrap that from your memory this is a completely different team um they're 351st in returning minutes from last season um according to bartorovic so you know it's 
it's not like they have got really anyone from last year. You know, this is a completely different team. Um, they're playing a completely different style of basketball. And, you know, offensively, they've been pretty good. 91st in adjusted offensive efficiency. Defense isn't bad either. 109th um, in adjusted defensive efficiency. And, you know, this roster, while it might not be top of the SEC level talent, you know, they're not competing with, you know, the Kentuckys, the LSU, um, the Arkansas of the world really anytime soon. But it's full of good to, to great three-star recruits. It's got some great transfers that, you know, joined this team this season. And I think it's a team that can really surprise a lot of people in the SEC. And going up against this Missouri-Kansas City team that, you know, let's be honest, has been nothing special. They've played two bye games that they didn't look great in. And, and I really expect a, a very similar, if not exactly the same result um, here against Missouri. So um, give me Missouri minus 11 versus UMKC. Now, the other game I'm taking a look at on Monday's card, Utah Valley taking on Pepperdine. Utah Valley comes in 235 in Kim Palm, 215 in the hot to bed rankings. Pepperdine 116 in Kim Palm, 140 in the hot to bed rankings. So I'm 20 points higher on both of these teams um, compared to Kim Palm, which I just thought was a little bit interesting. Um, as far as Utah Valley goes, you know, had a pretty decent season last year, finished second um, in the West uh, or in the WAC. So, you know, not a horrible <laughs> finish to the season, you know, definitely um, outlived some of their expectations going going into last season and had a couple impressive wins you know that win over grand canyon um was impressive so you know it, it's something they can build on for sure but the loss to boise state opening night doesn't help build on that really at all granted boise state um is on another level than what this utah valley team is don't get me wrong but um would have been nice to see them be a little bit more competitive in that game um they get the win over antelope valley on friday which who cares we don't need to talk about that anymore um but you know fardas and mark um is really a great big man for this Utah Valley team. You know, he is really the heart and soul, the piece that keeps this team together. 20 points um, for him in that first game against Boise State, 10 rebounds on the season for him also. So, you know, he's, he's a guy who can really you know have something for this team to build around and and really his you know first season for utah valley last year he transferred in from mercer um a season ago and he he surprised a lot of people out of the gate he was really a reason why they were able to get so high in the whack last year and they go out and add a couple more guys they're hoping can you know help build to that connor harding from byu um joins the squad tim caesar from coastal carolina also coming in so you know it's a team that you know has a couple of talented guys but, you know, they've really just struggled to hold on to the basketball. That's one thing that <laughs> did not look great, um, especially against Boise State. They're 314th in turnover percentage, which I get it. It's one game into the season. You can't put too much into that. Um, you know, in, in two weeks, that's not going to matter really at all. But at this moment in time, I'm definitely not impressed with how they've held on to the basketball. Moving over to Pepperdine for a second, you know, this was a team, another team that surprised people um, in the West Coast Conference last year. You know, um, they, they built a, a pretty good resume all the way up until that CBI championship last season. But it's another team that is completely different from what they had a season ago. Colby Ross, you know, a major component of that last year's team is now gone. Kessler Edwards is also a major loss. So two guys that are going to be very hard to fill their shoes. But this team is stacked full of some young, talented guys that I really think can step up and help, you know, propel this team 
to uh, top of the West Coast Conference. I mean, I don't think they're getting through Gonzaga or even BYU anytime soon, but, you know, they can get to that top half of the conference would, would be a great place for this team to go. Um, you know, they had that big win over Idaho State on Friday after dropping the season opener to Rice. Um, I was very impressed with that game. You know, we've been on them in both of those games, and while it was ended up being a pretty close spread, you know, they only ended up covering by a point or a point and a half, whatever it ended up being. I don't exactly remember, but um, Houston Mantle um, has impressed me for this team. 12 and a half points per game for him. But what I've loved and really loved in that Idaho State game, not so much the second half of Rice, but this defense for Pepperdine is what they, you know, were hoping they could lean on this season to, to really help. Um, and, and so far, it's been the case. You know, they their defense has, has held them in games. Um, they've kept their opponents to, to pretty low scores, and it, it has helped them, um, especially in that Idaho State game. Not so much Rice again, but um, we're only two games into the season. Got to keep saying that, but that that's really just the truth. Shooting-wise, they could do a little bit better. They're pretty middle of the road, 43% effective field goal percentage. Um, but offensively, 160th in adjusted offense efficiency, according to Kim Palm, 164 in adjusted defense they edge out utah valley in both categories utah valley um 233 in offensive efficiency 232 in adjusted defensive efficiency so um i really do like this pepperdine team at home minus five and a half points here i think is a pretty good you know spread not to say that mark madsen and this utah valley team don't have a pretty good roster together and don't have a pretty good team that i think can make some noise but I think Pepperdine just straight up is the better team in this situation. And, and it's a team that I think I'm at this point going to be riding quite a bit this season. So give me Pepperdine minus five and a half for the third straight game. That is it for today's college basketball card. If you want to see picks for everything happened today, head over to hot2best.com. Got picks for all the college basketball games as well as the NFL, college football, which there's nothing today but this upcoming week, as well as the NBA, NHL, um, and everything else going on over there. If you're not already following me at hot 2 Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on uh, the Best Stamp app where you can get early access to all the picks right before I record each episode, putting the picks up there. Also, follow the Hot Dibbits main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all of the stuff going on there. And last but not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this uh, night's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.